Section B. Continuity of all knowledge. Let's go back to those three levels of natural knowledge. If we start from the bottom, we have the spontaneous common sense knowledge. And then, if we follow up the thrust of our mind and try to understand the why of what we have always accepted by common sense, we step into science and philosophy, knowledge of things by their causes, science in general, or by their ultimate causes, philosophy. Common sense and science are like two stages of development, like the difference between a five-year-old child and the same child ten years later. He knows more, he has more experience and maturity, but he is still the same person. Likewise, it is not the task of science or philosophy to prove common sense wrong, but to bring it to perfection by providing the reasons, the explanations, the causes, the whys, for the certainties of common sense, which should be accepted at face value, for they are that reality we try to understand. Now part of the knowledge of common sense is the truth concerning God and man, though in a very simple way. How does someone come to the understanding of the existence of God? The moment a child reaches the age of reason, he already has the idea God exists in a spontaneous way without any process of reasoning. In many cases, this is aided by a religious formation at home, for example. But even without this type of exposure, he gets the idea of someone higher than himself, who is the Lord of everything. The human mind awakens by its contact with reality, and when it realizes that things exist, that they are there, and that they are all limited, very naturally thinks of a creator. Who made all this? Someone very powerful, an infinite being. And at the same time, man gets the idea that this infinite being has the power to reward or to punish him for being good or bad. Thus, the idea of the moral law, as related to God, also strikes the mind from the beginning, and hence the sense of guilt. And still another thing that somehow we will live forever, immortality of the human soul. The discovery of death is a shock to children, as it does not occur to them that life can come to an end. Life is more real to them than death. God, the natural law, moral law, the immortality of the human soul, these are realities attained by common sense. But common sense is not a knowledge that can prove or demonstrate. That is the next stage, science or philosophy. But science and philosophy deal with the same reality as common sense. The rectitude, the uprightness of this spontaneous knowledge of common sense depends on the moral dispositions of the person, in the last analysis, on his freedom and response to grace. That is why it's very important to educate the conscience of children from the beginning and let them go to sacramental confession when they come to the age of reason. To clarify these matters in their mind and heart gives them a great peace and joy. As for the effort of philosophical knowledge, it must be in continuity with the upright use of common sense. In the case of the believer, i.e. the person who has received the gift of faith in baptism, this continuity is enormously helped and guaranteed by the faith, which prevents reason from falling into error concerning matters of God and the salvation of man. But when philosophy is alone, on the other hand, instead of following the line of common sense, it may sometimes pervert it. In fact, 
Ever since the time philosophy broke away from theology in the 17th century with the advent of Cartesian rationalism, many philosophers have tried their best and use every possible resource of intelligence to pervert common sense, to contradict the spontaneous knowledge of things, and thus to undermine the faith, because faith is in continuity with reason, and so is common sense, philosophy, and theology. If philosophy breaks this continuity, a gap is created between common sense and faith which cannot be bridged. That's why it's so important for us to be guided by faith to make sure that philosophy, the use of reason alone, will not turn away from common sense and from the truth. Faith is like the guide, the beacon light for reason not to lose its way in religious and moral matters. Faith uses reason, but reason depends on faith. Reason is guided by faith. Philosophy has been called handmaid of theology, ancilia theologia. A handmaid is someone who helps. Theology needs philosophy, but this doesn't mean that philosophy is above theology. It is at the service of theology. This is the honor of reason, to be at the service of the higher knowledge given by God to man directly, Revelation, which is, of course, superior to any knowledge man can acquire by himself. Supernatural wisdom is infinitely greater than natural wisdom, and it is the honor of natural wisdom to serve supernatural wisdom. This is how faith and reason are related, as explained by the First Vatican Council.